Here's today's federal newscast. I'm Eric White. No more paintings of high-level politicians. President Trump signs a bill banning federal funds from being used for portraits of cabinet members, the president, and the vice president. The Eliminating Government-Funded Oil Painting, or EGO Act, comes after a 2013 report showed agencies spent more than $100,000 on official portraits since 2010. The reorganization of the Agriculture Department continues. The Food and Nutrition Service creates a new Chief Integrity Officer to manage oversight, improvement, and overall integrity strategy in all 15 federal feeding programs administered by FNS. FNS also initiated an independent third-party review of its integrity efforts across all nutrition programs to help identify process improvements and areas where best practices could help. Health and Human Services Secretary Alex Azar names two people to head up what he calls departmental priorities. More now from Tom Temin in today's management report. Daniel Best becomes senior advisor for drug pricing reform to tackle rising prescription drug prices. HHS describes him as an expert in Medicare Part D and in the pharmaceutical landscape. Dr. Brett Giroir, the Assistant Secretary for Health, adds the job of Senior Advisor for Mental Health and Opioid Policy. He's a former Defense Science Office Director at DARPA. I'm Tom Temin. The government's top CIO brags about its diverse workforce. 40% of all CFO Act agency chief information officers are women. That is well above the industry average of about 16%. Federal CIO Suzette Kent wants to make sure the agencies continue to be a leader when it comes to diversity and inclusion in the technology sector. Speaking at the CIO Council's Women in Federal IT and Cyber event yesterday, Kent says she plans to continue to drive diversity through the way the government approaches design of modern services. She says she'll ensure different perspectives are included from the beginning. I'm Jason Miller. Leadership on the House Oversight and Government Reform Committee wants the Government Accountability Office to look at possible time and attendance abuses at all agencies. GAO last looked at the issue back in 2003. Committee Chairman Trey Gowdy says GAO should look into how modern technology can impact time and attendance best practices. GAO has been tracking time and attendance abuses at the Patent and Trademark Office for two years. Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee Chairman Ron Johnson also signed the letter. Eight former regional directors of the Federal Labor Relations Authority say the agency's current plan to close two regional offices would be a blow to the agency's efficiency and mission. The former directors write to leadership on the House and Senate Oversight Committees, saying FLRA has already lost a lot of staff and office space in recent years. FLRA says closing the Boston and Dallas regional offices would impact 16 employees. Authority members must vote before closing any regional office. The president's decision to appoint Robert Wilkie as the acting head of the VA leaves a major leadership gap in the Defense Department's personnel shop. Federal News Radio's Jared Serbu has more. The Pentagon says it has not yet decided who will fill the role of Undersecretary of Defense for Personnel and Readiness, even on an acting basis. Defense officials initially said the role would be filled by Tony Curta, who had been the office's acting principal deputy, but later retracted that. Curta's formal nomination to take the number two personnel job has been stalled in the Senate since last November. Meanwhile, he's since been reassigned as a special assistant within the office. With Wilkie's departure, all five of the Senate-confirmed positions within personnel and readiness are now vacant. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. You get an email from a recruiter from CSRA, you may want to double-check it. The contractor is warning potential job seekers that scammers are posing as company executives to solicit applications for jobs at CSRA. They're looking to get their hands on personal information from victims. CSRA says it would never ask for banking information during the interview process. 
and a historic launch for NASA is coming this summer. The agency will send Parker Solar Probe on a trip closer to the sun than any spacecraft in history to study the sun's corona, an area of super-hot plasma surrounding it. It'll also investigate the sun's solar winds, which impact the Earth's magnetic fields. The launch is scheduled for July 31st. Crews at the NASA Goddard Space Flight Center are boxing up the probe. This Sunday, they'll send it to the Kennedy Space Center in Florida, where it will launch. Find these stories at federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.